I'm Woody Huffines, and this is the Owner's Voyage Podcast, a journey to business ownership. In this podcast, we'll talk about how to make that journey more fun, more rewarding, hopefully more profitable, as well as tips for staying away from potholes, dead ends, traps, and washed out bridges. I hope you join us. Welcome to episode 19. How do you put together the list for the property that you're looking for for your business? Now, you'll notice last episode, in episode 18, we talked about how you find the properties that are possible for you to rent to put your business in. What kind of retail space or office space or whatever kind of space you need. How do you find that space? And we talked about how you got to go out and look for it and how you got to make phone calls and how you need to build a spreadsheet and put all the information that you can to down around each property and what it is that that property offers. And then I said, you compare it against your list, but we hadn't generated a list and, but we hadn't generated a list. And there's a reason for that. If you generate your list first, in my opinion, what happens is that you filter properties out and you won't look at a property or you will say that that property doesn't meet your list and you'll drop the uh, property off of your spreadsheet or have mental reservations about the property because your property doesn't meet one or the other items on the list. And we'll get back to that. So what does your list take into account? Well, it's real estate. And remember, real estate is always about three things, location, location, and location. Yeah, I know it's an old thing. So how does this piece of property that you're looking at, or a piece of property, what are the things on the list that you're going to judge the property by? For example, does the property fit your demographic. You can think in terms of who your demographic is or what your demographic is that you're targeting your business. And remember, we talked about several podcasts ago about your who and defining who your clients are or who you want to have as clients, the ones that you want to spend time with and serve. If you think in terms of a demographic and you say, my demographic is, and you do it by household income and location and education, you're doing it the wrong way. Remember, we talked about building a customer avatar, that person that would buy from you, a person, not a demographic, a person, not a statistical, not a statistical representation of a person. So the first thing that you would need to do, in my view, is think about how this business location is going to work for your customer, not your demographic, but your customer. For example, in the business that I've got now, disposable income is important. And it's probably for the retail part of the business going to have a lot to do with families. And that means mom and a couple of three kids. And that means them coming to you with a computer, in my case, to get it fixed. Or they're going to come visit you. So as you look at the pieces of property that you're thinking about that may meet your budget and may meet your size and may meet the things in terms of traffic on the road that you potentially would want. And those are all good things to know. And those are all good things to keep track of. But you also need to think about that customer that you're trying to serve. For example, when we were looking for the retail space for our business, we were finding a bunch of places next to the vape shop or the check cashing place or that were across the street from the pool hall or behind the bowling alley. Probably not some place that a mom wants to bring her kids if it doesn't have the look that these people are after. And it can be a fine space, and don't get me wrong. 
some of the places that were next to the vape shop were very nice shopping centers. However, you have to consider in your mind who your customer is and whether they would find that appealing or not. Then you have to think about parking or they have to park next to the dumpster or are there other businesses that are high traffic businesses that are going to eat up the parking or in one case one of the places that we looked at had a rehab facility next to it which means there were probably four or four and a half times as many handicapped parking spaces around that business as there were around most businesses so as you look at that place if you look at that retail uh, slot and you say you know what this is this is this is great. It's about the right size. It's on a high traffic road. There's no tattoo parlor or vape shop next door, but my customer's going to have to park halfway across the parking lot and walk to the door. Probably not a good idea. So when you put together your list of what you want in the business, think not about a demographic, but think about that avatar customer that you've put together that you want to serve and how would they look at that business? Next thing you need to think about is traffic, visibility from the road, signage. Are you going to be able to put a sign up? Is the sign going to be visible from the road? You may need to spend some time looking at the city regulations to find out what kind of sign you can put up and how that sign is going to be constructed. But part of what is a value for a retail business is that it is visible from the road. How much traffic is going to be generated by that? So, Talk to the landlord a little bit about that traffic. Talk to the landlord about the signage. They're going to know what they require, and they're probably going to know what the traffic is along that road and give you some ideas about the visibility, the road traffic, the, the, the signs that they can have, how many impressions a day you get at that position. If the landlord's doing their job, they'll have that information. Next, you need to learn a little bit about the regulations for the city. You might need to know the, about the sign. The landlord might have additional requirements on the sign you might need to know about fire safety you might need to know about based on the kind of business you have if there are any special regulations and get that on your list and then the next thing you need to think about is the interior how much is that remodel going to cost what kind of remodel are you going to do how much work needs to be done is the layout the correct layout is it too narrow and too long is it too wide and too short if you have an idea of what your business is going to be having a layout that will work for your business is also important So when you do that walkthrough, do that walkthrough with a tape measure. Make sure that you have your cell phone with you. Take pictures of that that space as you go through the walkthrough. It's a good idea as you start narrowing down to spend some time in the parking lot of that business. Go and spend some time early in the morning, some time around noon, and some time around closing time to see what does the traffic flow look like. Is there foot traffic? Are people parking and walking by that space? Look at the parking situation at various times in the day. Look at when and where things happen in that place. Call it on-the-ground intelligence. It's not just looking at the numbers, but it's actually physically being present. You have an idea of what your customer avatar is. You have an idea of the customer you want to serve. If you sit out there and you look, are those kind of people the kind of people that are frequenting that shopping center or frequenting the vicinity of that business location? For example, my customer avatar is probably a mom with a couple of kids with some disposable income. Luckily enough, my retail establishment is next to a nail store, a nail place, a nail salon. Now, I don't know where you're listening to this, but let me tell you about the ladies in Texas. They would eat peanut butter and crackers before they quit having their nails done. So you have a pretty good idea of what the traffic looks like if you just sit around in front of that business 
for a couple of hours in the morning, a couple of hours at noon, a couple of hours in the afternoon to see who is frequenting the businesses and frequenting the area. Good information to have. Now you've put your list together and you've got the information about your list. And the reason that I talked about finding all of the retail spaces that in terms of size and in terms of shape will meet your minimum requirements then it becomes really complex because then, well, maybe it's next to a vape shop and you didn't particularly want to be next to the vape shop or three doors down from the tattoo parlor given who your customer avatar was. However, maybe the rent is low enough or maybe it's on an end cap and much more visible from the road or maybe one has more traffic going by than the other or maybe if you spend a couple hours in that parking lot during one day or the other, you can score that information. And if you have all that list together, it does two things. First of all, it keeps you from eliminating what could be very real possibilities as you're out looking for places. And it hones your thinking and makes you start asking questions and gives you a way that you can add this stuff up and say, okay, this one's a little small. This one's a little big. This one's going to be this much to do the renovations on. That one's going to be that much to do the renovations on. This one's got a little more traffic. This one's got a little more people that I like being in the parking lot. It's a multidimensional analysis, and it's not a simple one. So you have to do that analysis, and you have to write that stuff down, and you have to look at it and study it and really pray on it. Think about it. Do a laying on of hands. Make sure that you have the top three places that you're interested in and you understand the strengths and weaknesses of each of them. So like we talked about last time, drive around and find a bunch of them. And we talked about this time. Make a list of the things that are important to you for that space. Then score them. Put numerical rankings on them. And then a feel because the feel is going to be important. I'm Woody Huffines. This is the Owner's Voyage Podcast, a journey to business ownership. We'll see you again soon.